Welcome to another edition of the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. I'm Adam Kahn. This is the post-Steelers-Bengals five turnovers, five heart attack post-game reaction. Uh, Black and Gold Daily Blitz brought to you by dspmediaonline.com, betus.com, and I'm joined by uh, one of my oldest friends uh, and who needs no introduction for me. But everybody else, this is Joel Alexander, Joel J. Uh, and we are not professional football analysts. We are an old married couple who bitch and moan about football and the post game reactions the day after the game, the day of the game, were through the roof. And actually, it's probably best that we waited a couple of days to kind of calm down, let it marinate. Absolutely. Pick up some good, pick up some good news on the injury front, uh, uh, Joel. Indeed, I, 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 uh, we were lucky. The Steelers were lucky to get out of there with a win. They were lucky to get out of there with a win, and it sort of sounds like there may be a little more luck on our side that there might not be a torn pectoral muscle uh, that would sideline the defensive player of the year for an entire year. But it looks like four to six games. It's it's the Watt family, man. They can't stop tearing their their pecs. Well, I guess it's they, a nice problem to have. I don't know. It's uh, it's the fearless abandon that they play with, right? It, it's nuts, man. You could hear, you could see him mouthing it. I yeah. tore my pec. I tore my yeah. pec. I mean, he thought he yeah. was done. Everyone yeah. thought he was done. Yeah. Uh, it was certainly a, a scary moment for him uh, and a scary moment for Pittsburgh fans all over. But yeah, maybe. Hopefully there's some light at the end of the tunnel there uh, and they won't have to, I mean, you can't compensate for that kind of production. Um, we'll we'll get, get down the injury front a little bit later on here because uh, there's several more to, to go over. Um, but five turnovers, man, to, at halftime, I wasn't comfortable at half. Four turnovers, a 17-6 lead. I said, they, Bengals have the advantage. Like the, the skill positions are w- way outperforming us this game. And they really didn't cash in a ton on those on those turnovers, you know, uh, other than obviously the pick six. Um, the offense looked pretty pedestrian. Um, and, and I think that's that's the concerning part coming out of the game is that can the defense play lights out like that week in, week out? You can't expect that from Minka Fitzpatrick every Sunday. Um, certainly that was just an unbelievable, heroic one one man effort. Uh, on so many levels, uh, the offense is going to have to pick up the slack, especially with this kind of an injury to TJ Watt. The offense is going to have to pick up the slack for us to be competitive this year, for us to even have a whiff of the playoffs. I think the offense has got to uh, deliver more than it, than it has. Uh, all right. So on that note, uh, in my last podcast, I mentioned that the Steelers led the league and not a good stat in 14 14- third downs per game last year. Uh, and on Sunday, they had 15 third downs. Uh, they averaged 4.8 yards per play on offense. And last Sunday, they had 4.38 yards per play. It was worse. They, the offense actually performed worse than a geriatric Ben Roethlisberger-led team. <laughs> Obviously, there's, 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 a lot of, there's a lot of first week jitters to, to, to iron out, and the offensive line is still a work in progress. But And the Bengals list, defending AFC champions, it's not like they're a slouch of a defense, but it didn't look any better. They, they gained 88 yards in overtime and the previous four quarters, only 179. Yep. 
You know, I, I think that, you know, Mitch made the plays when he absolutely had to, which is you have to, you have to give him props for that. You know, this was his first game as a Steeler. Uh, I thought he looked really like a game manager, um, you know, like a Trent Dilfer type uh, quarterback, but he can throw the ball downfield and it didn't seem like they got George Pickens involved. I didn't see him in the game all that much. Uh, I believe he only had two targets and that's going to be certainly a deep threat. And, and I didn't really see a ton thrown downfield to Claypool from what I can recall. Uh, he was involved in several jet sweeps, which is only going to fall is only going to fool, you know, a defensive coordinator of so many times uh, when you see him in that formation. So I think that, you know, Mitch, he can run, he can escape the pocket, he can make plays with his legs, uh, and he can throw the ball downfield. And those are and those are characteristics that the Steelers did not have the last couple of years with Roethlisberger being back there immobile and, and really his arm strength not being what it was. So you would certainly hope that in the New England game uh, that – you know, Matt Canada stretches that defense and goes downfield a little bit because Mitch can throw it. And and why not use that to your ability to stretch the defense a little bit and give Najee possibly some some running room? I can't remember the last time we used Matt Canada and stretching the defense in the same sentence. But Very true. It, but, he, but he should be. I mean, right, like all three quarterbacks on the team have have bigger arm capabilities than Ben had the, the, his last two seasons on the team. Exactly. It, should, it should be utilized. And and under, I, I was laughing while you were speaking because looking at the box score, uh, Claypool had four receptions for 18 yards. <laughs> he had six rushes for 36 yards. And we were joking about it in the second quarter. Like, how many jet sweeps can they do? And they did one. Uh, it was a in the fourth quarter. You know, I mean, it was – and it didn't get a first down. It was just, come on, guys, like – I don't know. Yeah, Clay, Claypool's, I think, 6'5", you know? And and I was at the Steelers-Chargers game last November in L.A., and, and you know, they they chucked the ball to him at least once or twice uh, downfield with Roethlisberger throwing the ball, and he he came down with the ball. So I, I, a little surprised that that's how they used him. Uh, but be that as it may, you know, listen, I, I think – a W is a W. They got the win. It was ugly. Um, but you got to tip your cap to Trubisky for getting it done when it really counted. Um, yeah, I think that, fair. you know, I think that had that been Roethlisberger, everybody would be, you know, on Monday and Tuesday saying Ben still has it when he needs, you know, needs to get it done. He, he, he makes it happen. And listen, Trubisky made the, those throws. You know, you look at the play uh, in overtime where the flag was thrown and he had a free play. He's, he's still under duress, made a beautiful throw, um, you know, and, and you know, I, I think Steeler Nation has to give this guy a chance. And you, you have to – you got to give him some games to, to prove himself. And if they open up 3-0 or 4-0, I mean, that creates a different dynamic. You know? They, uh, I, I think the receivers also. So, I, what I what stood out to me in some of his completions were that he, he was not pinpoint on the run. Um, 
Claypool bailed him out on a throw behind him once or twice. Fryermuth made some really clutch catches. And of course, Deontay made the catch of the game with the one-handed grab uh, toe tap on the sideline, which both him and Fryermuth saved scoring drives. Um, but but you're right. I mean, no turnovers. And that's Trubisky's, you know, one of his one of his strengths is that he doesn't force the ball uh, in in, into precarious situations um, and he can run and he can avoid the rush a little bit. Um, well, not a little bit, more than a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and it looks like he's going to need to this year. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Dan, Dan Moore only got called for one penalty. So it wasn't terrible. The run defense, I, you could see it the line. like a drive killer, though, a, a holding penalty. It was a, not a good, not that there's ever a time, a good time for a holding penalty, but. No, but he didn't look as lost as he had uh, in the preseason preseason. Yeah. I was like, come on, get the guy out of here. Let's, let's find someone else. Well, Um, I thought the line, the line protected Trubisky. They just didn't open up any holes for, for Najee, you know, right. Uh, That, that, you know, versus in the preseason, they didn't open up any holes and they didn't protect. And so I, I think there was improvement. Uh, I thought it was interesting though, that Kendrick green, didn't dress. Um, I don't know of any injury there. Maybe you've heard of an injury, but he he was – I thought he was a healthy scratch. And I don't think that speaks very well for, for a second-year guy who was a third-round pick. I mean, that that makes me wonder if if they think he truly belongs in the league. Well, um, that, that was a Tomlin project too. I mean, he, he was – he was high on the guy uh, and – and I, remember I, on, I remember the day he got drafted. He looked undersized in his home <laughs> when they <laughs> when they when they you know gave him the, the call and he was on the phone and he got all fired up. I, I mean, I was like, that guy just doesn't look like a center or or an offensive lineman. I mean, he just isn't that big um, of a guy. And and it, ah, God, a, a third round pick. That's just scary. Yeah, you know. I can't. I still keep coming back to this. Uh, the Steelers were a Bengals long snapper away from losing this game, uh, and when you force five turnovers, uh, and the field goal, and they knocked they, T. Higgins out of the game. I mean, that, yeah, and, and you never thing, want to see somebody go out with a with a concussion, but they, they they lost one of their biggest targets, right? And so, and, and the field goal they got in the second quarter was aided by a big punt return. Yep. So the, the offense didn't really move the ball at all. Uh, and they still couldn't cover Jamar Chase after that. I mean, well, when it counted, right? The last play of the game, um, you had uh, a Witherspoon on him uh, on single coverage, which is just I thought Witherspoon played as well as somebody can be expected to on an island like that. That's um, fine, but why don't you have Sutton on him? I true. Mean, Sutton, yeah, yeah. I, I, you're one. Or, or, or why not put two, you know, if you know T. Higgins isn't going to be in the game, double team him. You know, you know, throw, throw right. some and kind Boyd, of a, Boyd's a yeah. Boyd's a good receiver, but you don't need to. Ha- you need to have somebody who can cut and 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 anticipate those moves that that Jamar Chase can do. I mean, he's a top five receiver, so but you need to have your best on him. You can't go out there with your. You know, I know Levi Wallace was hurt uh, late in the game, and so that right. probably that may have shaken things up a little bit as far as, as the coverage schemes goes. But like one on one out there on the on the outside you got to have something on him yep how good did miles jack look 
it was so, it was really nice to have somebody solid in the middle and not just him you know like you know uh having a lulu back who didn't really figure out figure on the stat sheet that much but uh, yep. you know his impact was felt um uh ogan joby same thing you know made a couple nice yep. plays there up the middle uh hayward was obviously doing hayward things so mixon had the 80 some yards he one carry for 31 yards after that, under two yards of carry. Yeah, they, did well they bottled them up all game, and, and I think they were in a, you know, fourth and one, if I'm not mistaken, and and they were sold out on the short yardage. He broke mm -hmm. free, and and Minka was playing center field, and that was it, you know. But I, besides that one run, that that's a nice thing to see because again, going back to last year without a Lulu, uh, with Tuit obviously not being around last year, you know, I saw them. You know, in L again in LA at the Chargers game, just getting run on, it, it was disgusting to watch. It just wasn't. Gash. They were it wasn't gashed. Steelers football. You know, uh, it was not Steelers football that like like you and I grew up on, and and it's nice to see that at least get bottled up a little bit, and hopefully that continues the rest of the year. I just made me think of uh, where where them Talzians assholes. Which is <laughs> all right. Quick story. We're at a Washington at the time Redskins games. Was it regular season or pre I don't even remember. It was. It was a regular season game. And uh, Steelers are losing. I don't know, maybe by a score or two, but it's late in the game, and you know things just aren't going our way. And some old old woman stands up about five ten rows in front of us, turns around and says, "Where are them towels, you assholes?" Welcome to Pittsburgh. Classic, <laughs> classy Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, right there. Oh, that was the Three Rivers, man. <laughs> God, that was yeah. So hopefully the towels will be out uh, in full force uh, this weekend. But that will we'll be without TJ, like you said. Um, Malik Reed, you know, late, late I, edition, I, right? Late edition, late edition. Uh, and twice, glad they got him. Yeah, well, and, and twice has led the Broncos in sacks when subbing in for Von Miller when he was injured a, a couple years ago. Uh, and still had five and a half last year uh, in a rotational role. Uh, so obviously not TJ Watt, but with the development of high uh, of Highsmith, which I thought, you know, great game. Yeah, and when well, a, he looked like he got hurt too. That's what's scary. I thought he got hurt in that game. Oh, and Late. Hayward came out gimpy. Um, yeah. And even when Hayward was health, healthy, like even the broadcasters were saying, "Why don't you have Hayward in there?" Yeah. You know. You know. You, there were like four backups in at one point uh, in, in one of the Bengals' late game drives, and it was just the, de the defense was on the field a long time. Mm -hmm. a yeah. Long time. I, so, you know, Malik Reed, uh, I, I'm kind of anxious to see, you know, and, and I like that it's not against a high powered offense. I'm not saying New England isn't good. I'm just, uh, they're, they're not Cincinnati. So it, it might be a good litmus test for them. I agree. It's interesting uh, what they're saying about Mac Jones possibly having a lower back injury, uh, but it's still Bill Belichick. Um, I, I just the guy has Tomlin's number. That's just a statistical fact. Um, but I'm excited to see the Steelers play the Patriots in the post Ben post Brady era. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to see these two teams link up. I hope it's a great game. I hope that they actually are both dominant teams for years to come, just because it has been such a great rivalry all these years. I'd hate to see it 
uh, fall apart. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how, you know, Tomlin handles things, how Belichick schemes against Trubisky, a different type of quarterback. Obviously, he's got a full day, uh, game's worth of, of film to, to review. You know, uh, Rush and more, Steelers, they'll be fine. The Steelers are, are one-and-a-half point underdogs at home. So Vegas is giving the Patriots a slight edge, but not a huge one. Well, but I mean, Vegas knows the Steelers got lucky too. I mean, well, the Patriots didn't look very good against Miami either. So you got a couple teams that, you know, one got away with one and one, you know, got handled uh, down in, down in uh, Florida. Uh, it, let's assume for a minute Najee's out. Uh, Jalen Warren, uh, undrafted rookie free agent, showed a lot of promise in preseason, but in a game like this, you know, there wasn't a lot of room for him to work with. Um, clean slate, like just throw him out there and see what he can do. Obviously, Snell knows the offense. I'm sure he'll get plenty of work in. This is all assuming, of course, Najee's out. Yeah, I, I think you – Jalen Warren – at least in the preseason, ran hard. He he turns up field, uh, hits the hole hard, which I don't think they've had a running back uh, do, at least a backup running back. I, I haven't seen it personally. Uh, I had hopes for Benny Snell. I, I don't know that he's really that guy. I had hopes for him to be more of a goal line back. I don't really think he's that guy. So I think you have to give the rock to Jalen Warren if Najee is truly hurt with the Liz Frank or gets hurt during the game for nothing less other than to just see what the kid has. Uh, I've heard that there's some ball protection concerns that, that, you know, he's, you know, they are a little worried he could put the ball on the ground, which obviously against a Bill Belichick team, you can't do. Um, but yeah, he hits the hole hard. And, and I think he, he deserves a shot as a backup, I should say. Uh, Levi Wallace and Robert Spillane, um, if they are out, uh, impact much. I mean, so Witherspoon, you probably see a lot more of Mallette, uh, James Pierre, um, which, you know, those names don't jump out at you as studs, but, but we've seen each one of them have big games. They've had their moment. Mallette play. I thought Mallette played a great game. I think the guy's a leader. Uh, Spillane, you know, plays above his, his talent level. Um, you know, the guy can only do so much. Uh, he's pushed Devin Bush, obviously to the brink of not getting a, a, a new contract uh, and not getting his fifth year extension. And yeah. Um, and you're right. And he subs out for him sometimes on passing plays. I mean, now that, that, that Mac is out there, that's, it's not needed as much, but yeah, Spillane kind of splits third down duties with Bush at times. Yeah, you know, I, I, but you know, call me crazy. <laughs> I, I've been one of the most critical people of of uh, Devin Bush as anybody out there. I, I went to Michigan State. He went to Michigan, and he stomped on the uh, the Spartan logo uh, before before kickoff one year. So I can't stand the guy, but I actually thought he he held up a little bit out there. I thought he was in on some plays. He he showed some uh, speed to the edge that, that I didn't see last year and, and, you know, maybe chalk that up to the injury. Um, I thought he played better, you know, in week one, certainly did it than he did last year. Doesn't mean I think that I like the guy cause I don't, but uh, 
that would be nice to see him improve. Uh, even if this is his final year with the Steelers, it would it would be nice to see him go out uh, and play with some pride. All right, Devin Bush is on notice. Joel Jay has officially challenged him to be better. To be better. Yes. Um, quick thoughts on 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 on. Just, just Patriot game in general. I mean, home opener. Uh, again, like you want to see the offense cleaner and move the ball, not just at the back end of the game to escape, but you know, I like to see the offense put up seventeen without four turnovers in the first half. I mean, that that think to start start with that. You know, a couple scoring drives. Well, you know, the first drive is always scripted plays, and I think that's been the the puzzling thing with Matt Canada is he doesn't get many points on the board on, in the first quarter or the first half. And those, again, the first drive is a scripted drive. So for him to, to come up empty so much so often uh, is disappointing. I do think that, you know, hey, you have a new quarterback, a lot of new guys on the offensive line. It may take a little bit of time to gel. But, yeah, I'm looking to see, again, with T.J. Watt being out, you, you know, the, the, the offense is going to have to pick it up. And, um, it, you know, you got to think that the atmosphere is going to be rocking. I, I doubt that, you know, New England is going to put up a ton of points on our defense. Um, but I thought that Mac Jones – I was impressed with Mac Jones last year. I, I was not that impressed with him coming out of college. I didn't think he was going to be that big time of a quarterback. He came into the league and was deadly accurate. And if you're accurate, you know, you're going to, you're going to be a good quarterback. So uh, I have some good friends in Boston, lived there for two years. They're down on the Patriots this year. Uh, obviously the Patriots, they got beat pretty bad in Miami. It was in Miami, right? Uh, so we'll see. It was. Uh, again, chess match with Tomlin and Belichick. I'd love to see Tomlin win this one. He need, he needs some wins against Belichick because he's been his <laughs> – I'd, like, I'd like to see him win a challenge. Yeah, he's 0 for 1. And that <laughs> well, challenge was early in the game. <laughs> it was the first – it was 30 – no, not 30 seconds. But, it, yeah, it was in the first series. Um, yeah. What was he at one point for – like he had missed 14 or so in a row last year. It was a ridiculous number. I don't know, but Steratour said that he didn't like the angle, so he didn't really lean one way or the other. It it did not it did not look like a first down to me. It looked like he came up short. Uh, <laughs> 0 for one. All right, Patriots got uh, Damian Harris and uh, and Stevenson, which I think has always been a key for them because they don't have the horses uh, as receivers. Um, you know, the, the Jacoby Myers, uh, Nelson Aguilar, they're they're fine. Hunter Henry's a good tight end, but they Great don't. Yeah, they don't, but they don't jump off the page at you. So, you know, the, the run game for them is probably going to be a key. That you're right. Like they, they don't have that. I don't see them being able to rip apart the zone like those old Brady Big Ben matchups were, where it was just you know we could hang with them, but we just got picked apart on on that uh, zone blitz scheme. And uh, I'm not sure New England has that has that depth in the roster to be able to go four or five wide on us and just you know, march down 10, 12, 15 yards at a time. Um, They're definitely not that team right now, for sure. And and with the way the run defense played against Cincinnati, uh, that certainly could be one of the determining factors. Um, 
and and hopefully you know we'll make use of better use of turnovers if that comes into play. Uh, final thoughts, Mr. Alexander. Well, I think again, it's exciting that they got the the win. It, it's exciting to go into Cincinnati and beat the AFC champs, which is crazy to think. But yeah, we they day won the, they, they, <laughs> they won one on the road. Um, you know who knows? You know, the, Mitch Trubisky could very well guide this team in, into a good place. Um, like I said, I think the fans just got to give him a chance. Uh, I think we'll all know when it's time to pull the plug on him if we have to, but. I think he did his job and he earned another start. Another, yeah, I, I would, I, yes, I would agree. Um, hopefully, a few more because Pickett's going to need some time to uh, listen. The the way the offensive line played last year, the previous year, and even the preseason, uh, Pickett's the last guy I want in there. I don't want him getting a. I, I don't want Pickett game. going in there against Bill Belichick. I, you know, you could kill his confidence very quickly. I know he's a confident kid, but he's waiting in the wings. His time will come, and uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him when it does. So, Fair enough. Uh, we will preview the New England game, myself and Jeff Thidoff, later this week. He is Joel J. I am Adam Kahn. We are an old married couple from Pittsburgh. Uh, Joel. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And yeah. next week we'll have a even better knee jerk reaction. Hopefully we're going to get on there like when the game ends or on yep. Monday. And, and before we have yeah. any, yeah, any supporting news to soften the blow, so to speak, you know, that TJ thing, man, I, we were, that was it. That was the season, right? Like he goes down, he's like, I tore my pack. I'm like, that, that's it. Yeah. All right. They Thanks for watching the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. Tune in later this week for the preview of the Steelers-Patriots game. Joel, thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Thanks. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20.